Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi minash shaytani rajeem. Bismillahi ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Rabbi shrah li swadri wa yasilli amri. وَحْلُلْ أُقْدَةً مِنْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي سُبْحَانَكَ لَا إِلْمَ لَنَا إِلَّا مَا أَلَّمْتَنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَلِيمُ الْحَكِيمُ All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, today is the 10th of Rabi'ul Akhir, 14.43, and we continue with our report back of last week's activities. Almighty Allah Jalla wa informs us, As for the bounties, favors of Almighty Allah, you proclaim it and announce it and pronounce it. Habibuna Mustafa sallallahu said, the person who is not grateful to humanity in reality is not thankful to Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla. Our morning program, mashallah, going very, very well with the grace and mercy of Allah Hada min Fadli Rabbi, our Mona Arafat, our brother Junaid Khan, brother Riyaz Hussein. Allah reward their families, they're making great sacrifice early part of the morning, and we see that the non Muslims are benefiting. Today's report back, I suppose, we entitled it The Two Australians Embracing Islam. So we'll speak about that just now. And thereafter, mashallah, our tafsir also going well. That just today we completed Surah Ra'at from the start, Surah Fatiha till here. So we make dua to Almighty Allah, Jalla wala. We continue with that so you can have the entire Quran Sharif and in sequence. And in that way, there it'll be gratis, obviously, nothing to sell and so forth. Like how we send you the podcast and broadcast every day. So like that inshallah so basically it's almost ready but we just have to put everything back into sequence and in that way it will become available to one and all Allah Jalla wala grant us ikhlas istiqamat steadfastness and kabuliyat and acceptance in his court the Q&A alhamdulillah going well also Tuesday Wednesday the bliss of marriage also picking up all with the mercy and grace of all Allah. Wednesday I leave I left here and went to read Salat in the Khanka and then I went to Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haqsab day in Darulum Zakaria and this was about half an hour before sunset so we had tea and then we discussed about the politics and situation Afghanistan and the Arab countries and here and there and so many things and thereafter mashallah we go to class Hazrat was teaching Sahih Muslim and it was the second part all to do with the fortune tellers and the sahiri in the soul, magicians and all those babs and all those chapters. So a lot of interesting things Hazrat mentioned, you know, how people beguile and deceive people and so forth. <laughs> 
But when I sit there with the students, so I make my own notes, because these are the questions I'm going to pose when we are alone, and then that is, now we have our second round of tea with Allah's help, and then we discuss all these academic issues and so forth, and then, you know, Hazrat will answer, and so. Then I come back early, because namaz is too late there, quarter to nine, so I come read Salat here in the Khanka, and that is at Appas 8, so mashallah, by nine o'clock or so, I'm back home then that Wednesday night a lot of things happened so number one is that we find that the Moti children mashallah the four of them that the people who abducted them kidnapped them that about half past eight or so they dropped them there in a place where some African township about one and a half two hours away from Polakwani Petersburg and then they managed to make contact with the parents about 10 o'clock at night and so forth and then by the time they actually met was 11.30, quarter to 12, according to the reports we have received. So imagine exactly three weeks that the children were missing, but Allah's shukr, Allah's mercy, they were not harmed, and now they're back with their beloved parents, and they are now in high spirits. Obviously, it will take time for them to heal, so they need that privacy and so forth. But it does not mean we must forget. Remember, our brother Salim Tayyab is still missing over a month, I think, now. Then our Moana Tahseen of Yebinoni Lakefield, he was kidnapped. So, so many lessons for us. We ourselves daily read Surah 12, verse 64. That Almighty Allah is the best protector, and He, Almighty Allah, Jalla He is the most merciful one to show mercy. So, that is something we must read daily. Second, we ourselves, our spouses, our children, grandchildren, teach everyone. Everyone could be a target now, and it seems mostly they're targeting. We don't say all cases, but most cases it seems they're targeting the Muslims. So Allah have mercy on us. So whenever we leave our home, and you're going to your shop, to your job, to the madrasa, to school, whatever, so what must you do? Three phrases we have to read. Bismillah, in the name of all men. Allah, I place my trust solely, only on all Allah. There is no might, there is no power except Him, Almighty Allah. See easy words. Bismillah. We used and said three phrases. Habibuna Mustafa informed us. Hadith mentioned in Tirmidhi, four things will happen. Hudita, you will be given guidance. That is what we want. Our hidayat and iman must increase all the time. Wabukita, divine protection. Whether we alone, whether in public, whether daytime, nighttime, Allah's protection will come. Remember the angels, Malaika also are there to protect us. And then Wakufita, your needs will be taken care of. What are, you see last week, problem with electricity and so many things. Now this week, yeah, water problem and so forth. Allah alone have mercy on us. We must admit that things are really going 
saying, you understand, from bad to worse, but still, we don't complain in the sense, we say South Africa is still a wonderful, beautiful country, but the crime situation, corruption, kidnapping, hijacking, all that must be sorted out immediately. All this, the fourth wave is coming, this wave, I go for Salat, one o'clock I on the radio, before I come here for Tafsir, so I already heard the news, fourth wave is expected to come the festive season. All that waves they can see, the only wave they can't see is corruption, how they steal. Remember, not millions, but it's going to trillions now. So remember that. So why all these people who stole criminals 100%, but still they're in government, they're still in council, they're still here and there? Why they not made an example? So that is why. And therefore, so many people got fed up, you see. They never voted, and they didn't vote for the parties and so forth who expected them to vote. You can't fool all the people all the time, you know. So anyway, so that was on Wednesday. Thursday when I came, so mashallah, Mona Arafat announced about the children are back home, and this was now our program. They start 4 o'clock, 5 past 4, the Adhan goes for Fajr, 10 past 4 I come down and we continue till 4.40 4.42 or so because where I go for Salat is 4.45 so mashallah so that is where we read our Fajr we read Sunnahs before that obviously before I come down 4 o'clock or so so the point I'm making then Mauna Arafat announced the four children are back and so forth so we already were very very grateful happy and then he spoke about the two Australians. So subhanAllah, I'll come back to their story just now. And then we carried on Thursday with Mona Zahid. That also is picking up the program. We discuss about Mahar and so forth, Kitabun Nikah. So very, very interesting because we make it relevant to what is happening now. And then, mashallah, go to the barber and a lot of other stories, meetings here and there and everything. And then on Friday, mashallah, the Sheikh, Sheikh Bandar Balila, so he delivered the khutbah and he spoke about all Allah sifats and attributes. I think these imams of the haram, they're running out of topics, you know. So if you see, they are khutbahs because they don't want to trample anything with the authorities. So they have to be extra cautious because they can get fired and Anytime. So therefore, they want to play it ultra, ultra safe, you know, and so forth. So anyway, that he gave a khutbah and he read the salat, so we translated it, and thereafter, dua and so forth. For Jummah, I went to the Jami Masjid in Lens. So mashallah, I spoke about the events that took place, important events for Rabi'ul Akhir. Remember, it was the 17th of Rabi'ul Akhir, the year 71, that Abdul Malik bin Marwan, he minted coins. First time in Islamic history you find the coins were minted. So Muslims started all this. If you go to various museums today, you will see those coins also. I saw myself. So Abdul Malik bin Marwan, when you go to Aqsa al-Mubarak, so that Qubba to Sahra, the Dome of the Rock, the golden one with the golden dome, Surah Yasi written, he was the one built it and is responsible for that. So his contribution is great to Islam. Then you see Salahuddin Ayyubi Rahimahullah, 23rd of Rabi'ul Akhir, the year 583 after Hijrah, he conquered the area of Tabariya, Tiberias. So this is mentioned in the Hadith. Yajuj, Majuj will come out and some of them will drink from that Tiberias and Buhay 
Today they call it Lake Tiberias or they call it the Sea of Galilee and different names. We've been there also, alhamdulillah. So he conquered that whole area, Saladin the Jas. So remember. Then on the 25th of Rabi'ul Akhir, the same year, 583, the Battle of Hittin took place. Do you know what is the historical background of that? There's a place called Karak, and there there was a ruler, Zalim, non-Muslim dictator, Arnat. Arnat used to intercept the Muslims who were going to Medina Munawwara, Makkah, Mukarramah, Fahaj, Umrah, Ziyarat, and is to mock them, that Udu Muhammad Yadfahu Ankum, he used to mock them. Call your Muhammad, he must defend you, Allah forbid, Allah forbid. This news came to Saladin Salahuddin Ayyubi for two days he cried Ya Allah the Zalim is making so much zulam please Allah use me for your deen use me to defend the honor of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came Bushra came great tidings came go O Salahuddin 25th of Rabi'ul Akhir, the year 583, the place Hittin. We've been to all these places in Palestine. That, uh, you must remember that. So that is in Tabariya and both Hittin and so forth. So you find that when he went there, the Muslim, and he asked, who's going to help me? So 100,000 of people joined him. So mashallah, when they went, then they cornered this person or not. He asked him, you the person who said yes. He said, he did all these crimes. He said yes. There and there he beheaded him and sent him straight to Jahannam. This is when this ummah will rise. When we are prepared to defend the honor of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa We are prepared to defend the honor of Sahaba we are prepared to honor the defend the honor of the real awliyaullah the entire Quran Sharif remember you find only one place Allah Jalla Wala speaks about war against Almighty Allah and Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Surah 2 verse 279 if you do not abstain refrain from interest taking, giving, witnessing, be prepared for a war against all Allah and Mustafa sallallahu alaihi Hadith could see in Bukhari Sharif. Qala Nabiul Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Qala Allahu Jalla Wala. All Allah states, Man adali waliya. Who hates the awliya Allah? You hate Sahaba. They the greatest awliya Allah. You hate the awliya Allah. Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani Azad. Judith Baghdadi, Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Shafi, Imam Ahmed, Imam Mali, all of them are the great, great awliyaullah. So, فَقَدْ آذَنْتُهُ harb, I announce war against you. So, remember, this is one place in entire books of Hadith, you will find this only. So, therefore, we need to be extremely careful in this regard as well. So we spoke about Salahuddin Ayyubi, we spoke about Pirane Pir, Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Rahimamullah, his honorable birth took place on 1st Ramadan 470, he passed away on 11th of Rabi'ul Akhir 561, and he lived for 91 years, and lo and behold, he was Hassani and Husseini from his father and mother's side, his family goes to Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he had 49 children, I also was born 
only Ramadan. My name also Bukadar, but no children. So remember, this is Piran Epir. Great, great. I've been to his Mazar Mubarak in Baghdad day in 2000. So Allah Fazal, all these places we visited, we just used to go take chances and just go. You know, half a chance we get, let's just go. Look for cheap ticket, get visa and so forth. To go to Iraq, we couldn't go to Iraq. So when I made inquiries, they told me, phone this one person. So I phoned him. So I spoke to him in Memon. He asked me one question. I told him, So I told him, I'm from Banwar, my family for. He said, right, you're on with me. So if I shouldn't speak Memon, I usually say Banwar, he'll say, and you can't go alone. You must go with the group. So that's how we went with Allah's help and so forth. Six days, one week almost, we spent there. We spent, we stayed time there in Iraq, in the best hotel in the whole of Iraq, Funduk al-Rashid. Saddam built it for the non-aligned movement and all that. So anyway, so it was a wonderful, wonderful trip. One day I spoke about this many times. So that was then on Friday and Sunday also in Amadris, I spoke about all these things here. So Saturday then Friday afternoon we got visitors my nephew, my wife's nephew and them, their children, they came here, they're from Madresa, they were free. So I told them, come, you'll be coming Alim and all that, let me give you hundreds of books now. So mashallah, so I took them to my library and all. I told them, now take this, take this, take this, we packed up five boxes and I told them, take one day in life it will help you. So, mashallah we were very busy Friday afternoon Friday evening and so forth Saturday the parents came and mashallah, they took them away and so forth. So we were busy busy and that with all. Because I got so many books now, I must start giving away you know. So I give to my family, mashallah is Jariah and they can all benefit and then two two sons, half is the next one, third one will start heaps and complete a and then start Alim. So it's very good, mashallah. Then Sunday is a busy day for me, and that is now we go in the morning after Fajr day to Zakaria after the Majlis. So it was Maulana Rafiq Aturani. He read the Kirat. I gave the Nasiha and advices in Urdu. And then Maulana Rafiq Aturani read the Nazam, and therefore Maulana spoke, and then Hazrat Muftisab spoke. Hazrat Muftisab's topic was very good. He said, For two weeks I was not here. Two weeks ago we were in Cape Town, and then he spoke about the fitna, all the things that fitna, more and more things will come, remember that all what we see, transgender and all this, K-Brigade all fitna of the jal destroy the family structure then they in Durban as I said, he spoke about Shias and all these things there, it's normally things we speak about, and then we go to the room and then we have nice tea and a lot of interaction and so forth the Pakistani brothers are there and afternoon, mashallah, Q&A so let me tell you about this couple. So a couple came from Australia to South Africa. The way I understood it, they came to visit South Africa. And then they met some Muslims, and then the Muslims told them, you should listen to the radio. Now it's not some people come here and wake up 4 o'clock in the morning to listen to a Muslim radio and to listen to us. But Allah wants to give hidayat, you know. Then they gave them my, somebody gave them their, my number. So I told them, go to see this organization and they will give you literature. So they went, but they weren't very much impressed. And that, so that's why I don't want to take the name. 
So I told them, okay, there's one Molana there, and you go to Moana in Mutala, and he's there in that Masjid Nur in Asheval and so forth, and inshallah, that they will help you out. So they gave them a very good welcome, and then I think they saw, you know, what's happening and so forth. So this also sparked great interest in them. Then they met our brother Ibrahim Anderson. Ibrahim Anderson was a Christian priest, and he embraced Islam also, virtue of our Marqa Sahaba, Allah Ta'ala reward him, and mashallah, he's doing great work of da'wah. So they interacted with him and so forth, and then one, two times there was some interaction with me and so forth. So Thursday last week, I think it was Thursday or Thursday night or Friday, they were leaving. So they said, before we leave, now these are people who are highly educated, intelligent people. The brother is no Cornell, that is how I understood their surname. He is a journalist. So in the Western world, to be a journalist, you have to be qualified. You can't just be writing any stories. And the wife is a judge in the high court, Supreme Court, or whatever. So you can understand intelligent couple. So when they said they want to embrace Islam, so I told Moana Arafat, just because we communicate via WhatsApp quickly. So ask them, are you 100% sure? They said 100%. Then they told me we must choose the name. So Allah put in my head, and I said, okay, Inna habbal asma ilallah Abdullah wa Abdurrahman. So I said, we will keep your name Abdullah for the husband, slave of Allah, and for the wife that is Amatullah, the female slave of Almighty Allah. They were very happy, and they got the best of names and so forth and so on. So they left. Today they contacted us. And then somebody from Melbourne contacted me. He also heard about it. We sent it out and it went viral, mashallah, that the Australian couple embraced Islam here by us with Allah's help. Everything happens. We must never attribute it to us. We are sinners, transgressors, everything. So we are non-entities. It's only Allah, Allah's fuzzle, Allah's grace, Allah's mercy. All always remember that. So somebody contacted me from Australia and said that, see, we want to meet this couple. See Allah's system. And please give us details. So I sent it to my brother Ibrahim Anderson and I said, please, that you have some more details than me. So you interact with them. So I think there is some contact there now in Melbourne with the brother, sister there and so forth. Today they contacted us again. They say they left South Africa and mashallah, they reach home safely and so forth. Now they want to interact with us more and more. Now you work out how Allah's system works. We are small little chewing gums. There are millions of, remember, radio stations, TV stations and media and newspapers and so. Allah brought them from Australia to South Africa. They meet somebody, then somebody tells them, listen to us in the morning. Allah Ta'ala opens the doors for them. They embrace Islam and see now they want to be committed, devoted Muslims. She, Amatullah, our sister, says, I'm a judge. Must I continue being a judge from an Islamic perspective? This morning, I sent it out, the podcast, the broadcast. He, the brother, say, you're a journalist. Give me advice. I said that our advice is like we give to the lawyers. Be a lawyer, don't be a liar. Continue with being a journalist. But every journalist normally has a slant. This way, that way, right wing, left wing, this, whatever. So speak the truth. Remember that. And honor comes from Allah. What do 
تُعِزُّ مَنْ وَتُذِلُّ مَنْ So many times we think we must carry favor with people and so forth and so on. Remember, Allah will disgrace them in front of those people who you try to please. Please Allah and Allah will turn everything in your favor. Wednesday, things were getting very hot, you know, here in South Africa. So you must remember the emails and the messages were flying, viral, this, this, and so forth. One, two incidents took place. So we don't worry, alhamdulillah, we say, hasbun Allah wa ni'mal wakil. Thursday does happen. So remember, that is Allah. Allah gives honor to whoever he wants. Allah disgraces whoever he wants. That is Allah, not people. See the Arab tenpot dictators. So you see today's news, I sent it out. And now that the people who are writing against the Arab tenpot dictators, they get their agents and cronies to harass the journalists. You can't harass them, you must remember, because Allah has disgraced you already. Surah 22, Surah Hajj, verse 18. وَمَيْ يُهِنِ اللَّهُ فَمَالَهُ مِنْ مُكْرِمْ When Allah disgraces a person, nobody can give him honor. He can be sitting in Makkah, Medina, but Allah disgraced you. Finish, end of the story. So remember, that is Allah, Almighty Allah. So always make peace with Almighty Allah. Make peace with the teaching and with Mustafa, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We are sinners. We are going to commit sin. We committed million, billion, zillions. But ask Allah for forgiveness and say, Allah majalna min al-maqbulin. Ya Allah, accept us for your deed. Okay, 2.30 to 3, inshallah, madrasa on air. And that will be with Mawana Zahid Khan. 3 to 3.30, the repeat of the Q&A. You can listen to the Australian couple again, inshallah. And then 3.30 to 4, that will be Allah ki ghafil The people are unmindful, neglectful of the ever-recurring bounties, favors of Allah by Hazrat Mufti Ahmad Khan Puri, Hafidahullah. He's from Tabir. 4 to 5, lessons from the Noble Quran, Mawana Ridwan Kaji. 5 to 7, Mawana Khalid Yaqub. And then 7 to 7.30, the repeat of today's tafsir. And that is Surah Maryam, verses 46 to 50. And the Surah Rad, remember, we finish with it now. And that is from the starting of Surah Rad till verse 43. And from Surah Fatiha till ending of Surah Rad, we send that also out, alhamdulillah. And then 7.30 to 8, inshallah, Mawana Yunus Patel. 8 to 10 will be live Q&A with Mawana Arafat and myself. 10 to 11, Dora stay here. There are two parts, part of Rahman and part of Shaitan. So whose part? we want to walk on so wonderful lineup make dua for us and the ummah assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Marcus Sahaba online radio serving you wherever you are